Hello, brothers of Kappa Kappa Psi. This is Derek Mills, Kappa Kappa Psi Nominations Committee Chair. And I have with me Bong Ko, who is a candidate for National Vice President of Student Affairs. Bong, how are you doing tonight? I am doing well, doing well. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I look forward to it. All right, all right. Really good to have you here. And uh, the format's pretty simple tonight. What we're going to do is just let you have a few minutes to kind of talk a little bit about yourself and introduce sure. yourself. Then we're going to start with just to give you a few minutes to outline your platform for office. And then right. I'll have a couple questions. So, sure. All right. So without any further ado, I'll go ahead and let you have the floor to talk a little bit about yourself, your musical background, professional, and, and your band background and, and uh, fraternity background. So the floor is yours, brother. Sure. Thank you, Derek. Again, I look forward to this opportunity. And um, as always, you know, for myself, I always start out with sharing gratitude and thank you. So to all the brothers listening today, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for your continued service and dedication to our brotherhood. Uh, your job of selecting the next national officer, uh, choosing between brothers and friends, it's not always uh, an easy task. So I thank you for your time and for your consideration. So during this process, uh, I really just have two simple goals. Uh, one, to inform you of my my mission, my vision, and my values, because these are extremely important to me as an individual. And then secondly, just to inspire each and every one of you to continue this conversation uh, with your chapters and with each candidate to, and to do your research because you truly deserve the best. So for me personally, I'm beyond excited to meet you to discuss how we can work together in the future. Now, a little bit about myself. My name is Bonko. I currently live in the humble city of Indianapolis, Indiana, where I serve as a director of public relations and marketing. And I'm also a proud alumnus and life member of the Alpha Zeta chapter at Indiana University. And today is actually a very special day because today is the seventh anniversary of my uh, being initiated into Kappa Kappa Psi and Alpha Zeta. Uh, so special day and, you know, very happy to share this with all of you. Um, and I've been giving a lot of thought to how I wanted to share myself with all of you and uh, to give our students a little bit of insight into who I am as a person, what drives me and what I'm passionate about. And really the best way I could think about this is through a quote. And again, this quote is in my packet, but I really wanted to highlight it because it's been instrumental in my growth as a leader, as a brother and as an individual. And this quote is by Harvey Firestone. And he once said, quote, the Growth and development of people is the highest calling of leadership. And this has been such a powerful quote for me that it actually serves as the foundation of my mission as a leader, my vision as a brother, and really my values as an individual. And my passion is to be able to work on a team to develop others through meaningful work, through connections, and just, you know, through simple engagement that we can improve ourselves. So really to wrap this all up, I'd like to share, uh, I guess, a few more details about myself. Um, let's see. I am a proud dog dad of a little puppy named Lilo. Uh, I am an avid fan of fried chicken. It's my like go-to meal. And I am a proud flute and piccolo player. So really to anyone out there who's ever thought, you know, hey, what's the point? No one can hear you anyways. I challenge and encourage these individuals to pick up that instrument and try to make a good sound of it because my years as a flute and piccolo player have taught me the hard-earned lessons of perseverance. And really that's all about me. Excellent, excellent. All right, Bong. So just why don't you take a few minutes then to kind of outline your platform as VPSA for candidacy? Sure, sure. Awesome. Okay. So uh, as NVPSA, so to everyone listening right now, the central theme that I want to drive home is the goal of growth. And what I mean by that is the focus on your growth journey and the development of your growth mindset. So my proposal or my 
value proposition, I guess, that I would like to bring to our students in the fraternity is my vision of engage, equip, empower. And these are actually three focal points that came to fruition from collaborative work when I met with um, students, alumni, and past officers, because I've been developing this for the past four years or so. And these three focal points are all interconnected and encompass or encircle the central theme of growth. So I don't want you to think of this as a vision that is a linear relationship, um, but rather more of a, a cyclical one. So if you would, you know, take a moment and think about your experience as a brother. So what we realize when, you know, after reflecting on our personal and fraternal experiences that our growth journey is not a straight and narrow road. It's a road with curves and turns and ups and downs. Uh, and, you know, that's just life. So with this revelation, we discovered that the six process um, to our growth. And we wanted to, to make sure that we encompass that into a central vision that people could model their activities after. So really just to wrap this all up, my vision for the next biennium as uh, NVPSA would be to empower our students to take ownership of your growth by equipping you with the right tools, right resources, connections, feedback, and opportunities to lead your personal growth journey. And we'll do this through consistent, conscious, and clear communication and engagement with the help of various entities such as the Student Advisory Committee, the Communications Committee, our national leaders, and with you, our students because we want your feedback because this is about your growth and your journey. So again, the, gro the growth is the goal. Excellent, excellent. I'm going to go ahead and move into our questions we had for tonight from the nominations sure. committee. Um, I know you talked a little bit about your vision through your, um, your platform, but yeah. what's your vision for the fraternity during your tenure? And what about yeah. like looking, looking beyond your, your ter term um, and your vision for the next five to six years? Sure. And that, that, that's, that's a really powerful question. So really thinking about this, I have to go back to just myself as an individual, my start and my growth journey. And when I think about it, it's like, and I, it may sound cliche, but I can't really think of where I would be without Kappa Kappa Psi because there's been so many experiences, so many lessons and so many connections that I've made, good and bad, that have helped me develop into who I am today. And I utilize Kappa Kappa Psi and the lessons I've learned in a lot of what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, in, as simple as like, you know, making sure I hold the door open for somebody, making sure I take the time to notice, um, you know, the intricacies or the artistic styles of just the way that, you know, our office is, um, and just to show compassion to one another. So when I envision our fraternity, and it's already somewhat this way, I just think it, uh, I think of it in a, in a grander scheme where, you know, we can truly believe in ourselves. And I, I say this because as individuals, I hear a lot of self-talk that is sort of limited or or self-hurting, I guess you could say, where we tell ourselves a lot of times, we don't think we can do this, we don't think we can do that. And a lot of times, you know, our, a lot of our brothers, our students, there's so much potential in these individuals, but we just won't let ourselves access that potential. We won't let ourselves take the chance to fail. So when I envision our, our, our fraternity in the future, I envision leaders who are serving without title, who are proud of, you know, of, of their full experience, but also being able to believe that they as an individual can truly change the world. There are individuals in, from, you know, other groups and entities out there who, who do this, but the fact that we get to give back to our fraternity, to our students in such a unique way through music, through the universal language, um, it's 
such a unique way that we are building each other up. So again, you know, when I envision our our fraternity, it's of leaders, it's of servant leaders to be more specific, but servant leaders who have a well-developed growth mindset and are continuing to give back to those as you know, those before them have done for the, for these individuals. So that there's a cycle of giving back, cycle of gratitude, cycle of just a lot of positive energy. Because I think that with that, we will serve as an example for the rest of the world. Outstanding. Okay. Our next question is, um, if you could only accomplish one thing within your term on the council, what would it be? Sure. So do what, if I could only accomplish one thing, it would be to encourage our students to continue to have conversations because we hear often from, you know, from our managers, from bosses, from candidates, from all over forums that, you know, there's a lot of specifics that are promised, a lot of empty promises. So I feel like a lot of the times, you know, believing in what we do as, as, a, as a country, what we do as individuals and as members of Kappa Kappa Psi, we need to take this growth of ours, this journey of ours into our own hands. So, the one thing I want to accomplish is to encourage our students, our brothers, to continue having conversations because through these conversations, I believe that that engagement alone is bringing down the walls, bringing down barriers that can really allow us to solve a lot of issues, can build connections, and build a, a stronger understanding of different people from different areas. So for example, yeah, I'm from the North Central District and I really, I've never been out of the North Central District other in, in other conventions other than national conventions. Well, I had the, the honor of going down last January to Bowl and Stroll and to Battle of the Bands. Um, and I met a lot of brothers and sisters from the Southeast District. And just from those simple conversations, it really opened my eyes to, wow, like this is a whole different experience. This is a whole different emphasis on, on how our brothers down here, sisters down here, show their love, show their pride in the fraternity and sorority. And I think just having these simple conversations is the, really the first step to my vision is engage. And that's really what I want to do to drive home growth and empowerment of our students to take ownership of their growth. Okay. Our next question is, what is the first thing you'd like to tackle if appointed to the position? Sure. The first thing I'd like to tackle really is to continue this growth of the communications committee and truly dive deep into, you know, what the successes have been and what areas and uh, areas of potential that we could really um, work on and finding individuals and encouraging individuals to, to step up and to lead in various ways. So for example, uh, I know the podcast like we're doing now is a, a tool, a way that brothers and alumni stay connected to our fraternity. And that's something that I'm not, I'm not great at. I can do very simple things, but I'm not great at. So I want to seek out individuals who can earn, who can do this or who are passionate about it so that we can get an early start on producing these materials, these forms to, to have a way that our brothers and our alumni can connect to our fraternity. I think having these tools, these assets will lead to these, the conversations that I was mentioning earlier, um, that's the, really the first thing that I want to get handled down, and um, that's the first part of my focus. Excellent, excellent. Again, Bong, we thank you very much for your time tonight and just taking the opportunity to answer these questions. Sure, um, thank you. So <laughs> the, um, the last question is a little bit more on the personal side. So sure. this is where you really get to kind of tell us, the brothers of Kappa Kappa Psi, why they should elect you to VPSA. What makes you stand out as the, the candidate to be VPSA? 
Sure. Uh, again, I, another powerful question. Um, so for me, on the personal side, this is, for me, this is an opportunity to, to give back. And, you know, I, I would say the other candidates as well. But for me, this is something that is truly special to me because, again, I, I cannot imagine where I would be without Kappa Kappa Psi, without the connections and experiences that, that I've made. So, you know, I want to give back, but to give back in a way that I can utilize my experience as, you know, in my profession of doing PR and marketing and through my passion for social media, for technology, and really helping wrap up our our methods and our the systems that we use and the models that we, we try to incorporate and really put it in a way that is easier to understand that people can engage with. And for me that's that's really that's where my passion lies is to help develop not only individuals but to help develop um the systems and the programs for other individuals to step up to serve as leaders as well, to develop leaders in a way that to me, again, is so unique and so special. And again, that quote that I mentioned from earlier uh, from Harvey Firestone, that is the foundation of my personal mission statement, which is, again, just to help people overcome their limitations and to help people grow and to develop their growth mindset. And if it wasn't for um, the individuals who in the past who have encouraged me, uh, for example, you know, I, I've been thinking about this running for national office for quite some time, but I've always told myself, you know, you're not good enough or you're not qualified. I've kept, I kept telling myself, but if it wasn't for these individuals who really helped encourage me and, and push me uh, to really think in a different way, in a bigger way, I wouldn't be doing this. So I want to give back in a way that is just more than, you know, implementing communications or doing social media things. Like I truly want to help make a difference for our brothers, for our students to think bigger and to live bigger. And I think that is going to be a very special, even if elected or not, I want to give back however I can. Oh, okay. Well, thank you very much, Bong, for your honesty and, and all that you've done in presenting yourself as a candidate for the national office and for national vice president of student affairs and on behalf of the, the nominations committee we'd just like to thank you for your time and your energy for tonight uh, brothers you can certainly check out bong's contact information and get more information and questions answered from bong if you look up his information through it's available on our national website through kkci.org and bong again thank you again for your time tonight and looking forward to seeing you in stillwater Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I look forward to meeting and to conversing with you. Hello, brothers. Kappa Kappa Psi. This is Derek Mills, Kappa Kappa Psi Nominations Committee Chair. And I have with me Mike Palatano, who is a candidate for National Vice President for Programs. Hi, Mike. How are you doing this evening? Doing well, Mr. Mills. How are you? Doing okay. All right. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump right in. Um, and again, thank you on behalf of the Nominations Committee for taking a little bit of time out of your evening to, to record this podcast for the brothers. Um, what we have tonight, are, uh, the format for tonight is going to be, we have give you an opportunity to kind of give us a little personal introduction about yourself. Then we'll have a few minutes where you can kind of outline your platform. And then lastly, I have uh, a couple questions that are from the committee that uh, we'll have you have some time to answer, okay? Great. All right. So why don't we dive right in and we'll talk and give you an opportunity, just, you know, a few minutes to tell us a little bit about yourself and um, a little bit about your, your history as far as the fraternity, your musical history and, and anything else you want to kind of introduce yourself to the brothers about. 
Okay. Um, well, again, my name is Mike Napolitano. I am a current Northeast District Governor, one of the three serving this biennium. Um, I am an initiate of the Kappa Upsilon chapter at Marist College, and I was initiated in the spring 2002 semester. So this marks my 17th year affiliated with the organization. Uh, my history with the organization is pretty diverse. Um, in 2004, I started sponsorship with the Kappa Upsilon chapter uh, and served in that capacity through the fall of 2018. Um, also throughout my time with the fraternity, I served as a membership director for the Kappa Kappa Psi Alumni Association Board of Directors and the national chairperson from 2015 to 2016. Um, I've been governor since 2016 and I'm happy to serve in that capacity. Additionally, I've served on a number of committees, um, including the National uh, Committee for Nominations. Uh, going into 2017, I've served on the National Jurisdiction Committee at the Orlando National Convention, um, and I've presented at a number of district conventions throughout the country. So my, inter my, my history with the fraternity is pretty diverse and pretty exciting, and, and I look forward to bringing some of that experience forward to National Vice President for Student Affairs. Oh, great, great. Tell us a little bit about your musical background. I am a brass player at heart. So in high school, I was a trombone player, a tenor trombone player, and picked up bass trombone going into my junior year of high school. Uh, coming into Marist, I was actually on scholarship for bass trombone and for voice. Uh, following that, I transitioned instruments to baritone horn, tuba, and I learned trumpet. Um, the only brass instrument I still struggle with is French horn, but I'm still learning. Uh, and continue to, to sing where I can. Um, I'll be touring with the Marist College Chamber Singers this March. Uh, after Northeast District Convention, we'll be performing at Carnegie Hall with Dan Forrest. And I've traveled with the World Choral Festival uh, for a number of years. So I still practice. It's still in my blood. Fantastic. Fantastic. Wow, that's a lot of different horns you play there. That's cool. Um, okay, so Mike, tell us a little bit about your platform, uh, some of the things you want to accomplish. Just go through your goals with us. Okay. So there are a few things that, that I, I'd like to touch on, and a lot of them have to do with using some of the existing infrastructure that the fraternity offers uh, to continue to communicate and celebrate our students. Um, one of the things that I really would like to see happen uh, is, is an examination and a discussion about what we use the OMRS for and how we can better utilize it to make sure that we have the best contact for our students. One of the things that I've noticed is, is when you look at your profile in the on, online membership and reporting system, there are questions about what's your, your email address, what is your mailing address, but there was also a question about what is your AOL Instant Messenger name, and that struck me as something that I thought was strange because AOL died back in 2017. That platform died which means that we're not necessarily collecting the most relevant information about how our students consume information. And where I think we can start to change that is, is giving them an understanding that we want to know how you get your information. Whether it's through email or through social media, we have the tools to collect that information. And when we can collect that information, then we can start developing some media-rich and considerate communication strategies that help us get students the information that they need whether it's about policy updates or updates about implementation of the road to wisdom, how it's being executed and how to effectively develop activities, even so far as to say how to communicate with graduating seniors about getting them involved with the alumni association. 
if we just even have that small piece of information about how they consume information and the methods and platforms that they use, we'll be leaps and bounds ahead of where we where we could be if we just stayed static and said, okay, let's get your email address. So that's part of it. And I and I like to think of it this way. When we receive our first contact with the fraternity after we've become an active member, it's usually when we get our membership certificate, the shingle, and our membership card. And then we leave it up to the chapter to essentially show us how to live the life of the fraternity by modeling the behavior and by giving us the information about who the key figures are and all of that. But if we had up-to-date information about how they, what email addresses they were using and what social media they were using, it would be great if our newest members could get an embedded video message that said, hi, I'm a welcoming member from the National Council introducing you to Kappa Kappa Psi. Here are some important things to think about. Here are some important deadlines that are coming your way. Welcome and enjoy the ride, that kind of thing. Something that puts a personal connection using the methods that students are actually using. Aside from that, I think we should start developing some infrastructure to look at a, a mobile application across platforms, something that will keep our data and our, our information secure, but also becomes a clearinghouse for fraternity information and policies. Uh, it could be used as a networking tool. It could be used as a repository for information. But we all know our students are looking at their phones and wondering what's the next piece of notification that's going to come my way. And we can be a part of that. We can be the push notification that our students want, that they won't swipe away and, and click off. They can look at these things and say, Kappa Kappa Psi is speaking to me in a way that they understand and, and welcome. We can also use these things to better develop recognition programs in terms of developing trending messages on social media. And beyond that, we can also be looking at looking to promote award programs and grant programs that are often underutilized by our students. So chief in that is, is understanding where communication lies, and the VPSA is the individual that oversees the national communications team. So looking towards how that should be managed, I also believe that there should be some some people that are used to looking at data and analyzing it so that we can say, these are the methods that students are using across the country. Are there any trends district to district in terms of utilization of social media? And should we be communicating with students in different parts of the country in different ways? The, having those marketing analytics people as part of that team and adding them on is really going to be key in helping develop a communication strategy that's going to be effective and resourceful. Um, and then beyond that, understanding that how we represent ourselves on social media as a national organization will proliferate down to our students. And our students are our best brand ambassadors. So if we're setting the tone on social media and communication that students can follow, they'll also be able to help us expand our brand and expand our vision and our purposes to people that, to audiences that really should be looking at it. And it then becomes a, a recruitment tool for our organization. So giving some teeth to what the position is, is, is what I'm about and what I hope I can bring to the table. It's something that's really strong in terms of building a unified communication structure for the organization moving forward. Excellent. Excellent. Thanks, Mike. Um, we'll move into some of our questions we have from the committee. So question number one is going to be, what is your vision for the fraternity during your tenure and for the next five to six years? 
It, it's a great question, and I think part of this is, is forward thinking. We are now looking into our second century, and part of this is making sure that we respect the history and traditions of the fraternity, but we also look to innovate. We are the forefront, and we are the worldwide leader in service to college and university bands. And to do that, we really do need to invest some time into, into technological advancement, whether it is preserving the archives of the organization into a digital format, whether it is promoting some leadership grant programs. These are the things that our students need. So within the next two years, we should be looking at creating the infrastructure for a more digital platform and making sure that our social media presence is strong and making sure that our brand is unified and cohesive. Moving forward, if I were to continue on council, we would then be looking at how does that then in turn help us develop stronger programs and should we be developing further national programs that deal with communication and how that interplays into college and university band service? And then as we are developing that vision of what our students are looking like and our active membership become, how does that then help us look at expanding the brand into college and university campuses that our, our programs and our fraternity values will benefit? So we do need to look forward in terms of continued participation from developing the voice and making sure that our students are well represented and advocated for and then harnessing that power of what they bring to the table, making sure that they're then invested in the national programs so that they are taking advantage of scholarship opportunities and leadership development programs. And then as they do that and they're proud of it and they're demonstrating it everywhere, using that visibility to become what happens as the, as the recruitment model and the expansion model so that people want to submit colony applications. And we're looking at the best in our band programs to see that they want to participate in the worldwide standard of service to band organizations. Excellent. Excellent. Um, our next question is, if you could accomplish only one thing within your term on the council, what would it be? That's a great question. And I think the one thing that I would love to see happen with our active chapters is to see that there is and a universal acknowledgement and utilization of our branding and standards. Where so many of our chapters have their own unique logos and voice and pattern on social media, it sometimes then confuses the message. And if we can give our students the resources and the training to use social media to the advantage, they can in turn best represent our national identity. And, and they are the voice of the fraternity. So if we can in turn say to them, this is how we identify ourselves, this is the branding, these are the standards that we use for communication, and expand that scope, not just to social media usage and practice, but in terms of standards in letter writing, standards in brief writing and, and, PR, and PR writing. Students can build a base or a portfolio of things that they can present to their chapters in terms of training how to communicate effectively. I know the VPSA position has always been talked about as, as one of the communication-focused positions, and it should be. But the VPSA should also be the person that can help essentially deploy the training on how to communicate effectively. If there's one thing that I would love to see accomplished in the next two years, it's that our students understand 
the power of our voice and the power of a unified voice and message. That we are not just a collective of hundreds of chapters, but we are one national organization that share similar interests and share similar values. And by sharing those ideals, we should be able to communicate and demonstrate all of that in one cohesive fashion. So that's one of the few. And I think once you've got that baseline, then you can start taking on the other initiatives about using that voice to engage in programs and developing the infrastructure for mobile applications, all of that. But at the very, very core of that is making sure that we all understand who we are, why we do what we do, and how to demonstrate that publicly. Okay, excellent. Um, our last question um, before we go into the conclusion is um, what is the first thing you'd like to tackle if um, elected to the position? First thing that I would like to tackle is essentially setting up a meeting with our counterparts across the aisle in Tau Beta Sigma. They have a very strong communication and recognition program. And Sometimes, as they, especially that they're moving into their 75th anniversary, I think we need to have some open communication between both councils to make sure that we are prioritizing our interests and making sure that our headquarters staff and our shared councils are going to make sure that we work together to utilize our resources accordingly. Um, I think making sure that we are working together to come up with content calendars and developing the priorities on communication from those shared resources, make sure that we're not going to wait to the last minute to communicate things out about award applications or scholarship application deadlines and things like that. Making sure that the first thing that we do when we come to the table is identify how and when to do the things that we need to do so that nobody gets lost in the shuffle. Um, we can't forget that there is a complementary organization and all of our students value that time together. Outstanding. Again, thank you very much, Mike, for your time tonight. So um, we're going to wrap up tonight's podcast with our last question. Uh, it's going to be a little more on the personal side. So okay. tell the brothers at Kappa Kappa Psi why they should elect you vice president for student affairs. What makes you stand out as the best candidate, Mike? This fraternity has been the single best decision that I have ever made in my life. When I think about where Kappa Kappa Psi fits in to my life, I can't help but think it has turned me into the man and the leader and the human being that I have wanted to try to become. My mentors, my professional mentors, my personal mentors have all been derived from this organization. And Part of it is I think it's my time to, to show to them and to show to the country that everything that I've ever invested in this organization is something that now I can give back to the organization. And my history with the organization, with leadership on different levels, was just the beginning. And I think now it's time to say, I'm here to advocate for you. I've worked with students since I've graduated with my undergraduate degree. I can advocate for you. I can help you find your voice because I was one of them. I was one of those students that needed to find their voice and found it through Kappa Kappa Psi. So I think now is the time where I can take all of that experience, bring it to the table, and make sure that our students have the best advocate and the strongest advocate and the strongest voice to work through them through committees, through the Student Advisory Committee, and working through 
all of the district officers and to make sure that there is a sense of trust and and patronage that I can offer to our students that I am here at their behest and I expect nothing but giving my all to them and the great times and the hard times and times of celebration and times of difficult communication. I am here for them and I am here for you. And that's all I could ever offer. And it's a hundred percent of who I am. So I, I, I welcome the opportunity to serve in this new capacity. Thank you very much, Mike. Um, again, brothers, we appreciate Mike having the time tonight to um, record the podcast and answer some of our questions. Uh, if you have additional questions for Mike, you can certainly look up his information on our website under the Kappa Kappa Spy nominations for National Convention. So, again, thank you, Mike, for your time tonight, and we'll look forward to seeing you this summer in Stillwater. Thank you all so very much. Can't wait for July. All right. <laughs>